welcome to From Field to Fatherhood, where we talk about our journey from being athletes to tackling our hardest task, being fathers. We'll talk about how we've used the lessons we've learned through sports to help us in guiding our families and working as a team in our family settings. I'm Dustin Whitlock, and joining me on this podcast is my brother, Ricky Gibbs, a.k.a. Uncle RJ. Both of us are huge sports fans, so our podcast won't only cover talking about fatherhood, but also have a lot of sports talk with some special guests along the way. Today we have one of those special guests, and it is the one and only Ulysses Booby Tobler. Coach Tobler is the offensive coordinator at Middleburg High School. Tobe, welcome to the show, man. Hey, glad to be here. Glad to be here. Thank you, sir. So I asked the first – I started off last week, so, you know, I think it only be fair if RJ started off this week with our first segment. Yeah. So we like to open up with a little segment we call Brag on Yourself. Give yourself a little bit of time to talk about your athletic history, and then we'll kind of segue into your, you know, your fatherhood journey. So just talk for us a second about your athletic journey and uh, brag on yourself a little bit. Oh, man. Uh, so um, I'm from a small town in Clay County, uh, Green Cove, where I played uh, high school football at Clay High School, um, played quarterback all four years, three-year varsity player, um, Senior year kind of lit it up a little bit. I had 2,000 yards passing, um, another 1,000 yards rushing. Um, freaking had one of some awesome big-time coaches that coached Tim Tebow and coached a bunch of those great St. Augustine teams. And um, so they kind of helped me, you know, propel my career, I guess you could say. Um, so I uh, – hello. Um, and then went off to college – college um what i'm on the phone yes went off uh to college and uh my sister went off to college this is uh, a fatherhood podcast we know all about getting interrupted man yeah (laughs) that's awesome uh went off to college in um charleston west virginia uh to the university of charleston division two school um played there for four years we were 1.9 1.9 and 2. Uh, we're 23rd in country in Division 2. Um, pretty good ball. Finished that up. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where it, the athletic ability, you know, kind of ends. Um, but, yeah, that's that's my athletic history. So, thank you for telling us about your athletic history. Now, brag on yourself a little bit. Tell us something awesome about you. Oh, just bragging. Yeah. Come on. Oh, okay. Um, shoot. Let's see how I can do this. Um, without saying anything about beating Palaka. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was I was the 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 quarterback. I was the quarterback of the team that kind of started at one point the Clay High reign, the Clay High dynasty. Um, you know, we won the first division. We won the first district title in like six years um and I was the starting quarterback in that um we uh we went second round of playoffs where I thought I had a pretty decent game we played against St. Augustine we were up shoot 21 to 7 at one point um I freaking outplayed a great Nathan Peterman at Bartram Trail um I played a, a, a bunch of good quarterbacks that was in this area that went and played big time division one football and then some of them in the NFL. Um, 
miles. Uh, I, I, I ran – I had my best game against Bishop Kenny. I think I rushed for like 200 yards. It was it was it was awesome. <laughs> Not really much of a runner now, but you know, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So tell us a little bit about you as a dad. Now, you know, we don't have to mention any names, but you know how many kids you have. Talk about how old they are. Talk about being a dad. Oh yeah, this one this one's easy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I am a father of two. Um, my oldest is twenty two, who will be twenty three in May. Um, I actually adopted him, I think when he was 14, um, and I was 23, 24. Um, and then I have a now seven year old. He, both of them are, are the freaking best things that has ever, ever happened to me. Um, I've coached both now, um, in, in football and, and the coach, the oldest one in basketball and, um, and had the opportunity to come watch him become the man he is kind of today. He's playing um, big-time football right now. He's playing Division One football with an opportunity to possibly go into the draft next year. Um, he's got over a 3.0 GPA. Um, and the youngest one, he's, he's, he's kind of following in those footsteps um, of both, I guess, playing football, um, just active and, and just – an awesome little human. So, um, yeah, that's those, that's me. Me as a father is, you know, everything is, is, uh, it's really, really hard on them. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I push, I push them harder than I've ever pushed anybody, but I love them even harder. Um, that's, that's who I am as a father. I'm gonna let them fall. I'm gonna let them get bruised up, but they'll never be ever be alone. And they know that. Um, and I make that, very, very clear at all times. Um, but yeah, that's me as a father and, and my boys, my boy dad, I guess. Lucky guys. <laughs> that's right. No, I, I love my daughters. I love my daughters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Dustin, let you take it away with the next question. All right. Yeah. I mean, Tobe, I love everything you said, but the brag on yourself, if you couldn't do it, I was going to. Because uh, <laughs> when I met you at Palaka, you kind of kick-started me, you know, me evolving as a coach, especially on the offensive side, because, you know, I was uh, just two years out of college, and you right. you coached in the system that I love, which is the gun triple under Coach right. DeMeo. Yes, sir. Who, who you actually introduced me to when we were in San Antonio, of all places. Right. Yep. And uh, also, you know, the most positive human being I've ever met. I don't think I've ever seen you, like, down about anything. Now, I've seen you upset, you know, turned up a little bit. But <laughs> I've, I've never seen you down about anything and, and humble to a fault. So, appreciate it. Try not to be. Ask him twice to brag on himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, man. It's hard. Hard. All right. Hard so, stuff. first question we got for you tonight, though. All right. Shout out your favorite coach and explain your relationship and anything they've taught you that really stuck. Oh man, um, one of I got a bunch, but one that uh really and truly is probably um Jay Stillano, man. He uh one of the hardest coaches I've ever ever in my life had, and like it was in high school, wasn't even in college. Where like you know in college they kind of treat you like 
however they want to. Um, but Jay, man, he he he's pushed me in ways I never thought possible. Like where I wanted to fight him to the point where I wanted to hug him. Um, but one thing that like remained constant and like remained consistent with him was he's gonna he's gonna help you become a man. Like that that was his that was his everything, you know. Um, and he wasn't one of those guys like my and that wasn't even like the biggest reason why I chose him. The biggest reason why I chose him, like he talked about all that stuff, but he walked it. Um and he was a guy that I don't tell his story, but he was a guy that, you know, got got his girl pregnant in high school, got her pregnant, married her, like got out of school, went to work, married her, had a girl, a daughter. Um, and ended up having two daughters at the end of it, you know. Um, but now both of those daughters graduated high school with college degrees. The other one, the oldest one is, like, running the show in all of Clay County. The other one is, like, at UF, like, killing it. And, you know, his wife is now, like, a principal. Like, he willed – like, I watched those kids grow up, and I watched who he became, and, you know, like – it was awesome. And like, you know what I'm saying? I watched him will his entire family to like greatness. You know what I'm saying? Like we talk about, you know, everybody's, I want to, I want to help you become a man, but like, we know a lot of coaches and a lot of people real men, you know, but to just watch him and how he never made an excuse. He just kind of worked, you know, like that to me was awesome. That to me was like one of the best things ever. And then like, he told us like, Hey, look, He's like, I want you to become a better man. Like, I'm co-coaching you to become a football player, but, like, even more importantly, a better football man, like a better man. And and that's that's literally my philosophy today because of him. Um, and then just kind of trying to mimic, you know, um, that. Mimic, you know what I'm saying, him. And, like, and I actually, past two years, I actually had the opportunity to, like, work for him, I guess. He was my athletic director at Middleburg and – he set me down a few times and kind of told me like, Hey man, you kind of remind me of myself. Like that was one of the biggest things I've ever, you know, gotten like, you know, my dad was proud of me and all, you know what I'm saying? I, I gotten all that, but like to hear him tell me, Hey man, like you remind me of myself. Like that was huge for me. Um, and we, in our relationship is it's, it's been, it's been rocky before just cause like I wasn't understanding um, and then obviously he's not, he's, if you ever met him, like, he's not a guy that's going to, going to back down, shy away or whatever to anything. Like he's going to confront everything head on. He's going to very respectful way of doing it, but like, he's going to, he's not going to back away. Um, and like I said, we've, we've, we've went at it. We've had great conversations, like, but it's always a mutual respect. And like, he's just, he's just a dope human. You know what I'm saying? Not just a coach but like a human in general and it, and it's been shown. Um, so that's, that's my, my favorite coach and, you know, our relationship. That's awesome, man. You know, and you do exactly that. You know, I try to do the same thing. You know, you don't just, you don't just talk about it. You're actually about it. You, you always, you always used to say it. We always used to say it together. Don't talk about it. Be about it. That's it, man. And, and, that, that, it. and that, that's that's how you have to approach it. And, you know, I think you do a great job of doing that. Appreciate that. Well, I'm going to jump in with the next question. <clears throat> so, Coach Tobler, if you don't mind opening up a little bit with us and talking about your relationship with your dad and the role that sports played in you guys' relationship. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, sports played, and then my dad's relationship, it played a major part um, because my dad wasn't that dad. You know, um, I knew my dad. I knew where he was. Um, you know, we would speak when we'd see each other. But it was never like, hey, man, hey, son, I'm going fishing. You want to go with me? Or, hey, let's go play catch. We we never had that until we got older. Um, but, like, in the beginning, no. Like, I played ball to to kind of find that dad, if that makes sense. Um, and I know a lot of kids kind of go through that, too. But um, my relationship in the beginning with my dad wasn't very good. He might have thought it was. I don't know. But um, I he wasn't. To me, he wasn't the dad that I needed. Um, so I actually started playing sports because I got around the dad figure, you know, you know, this coach or my brother was coaching me at one point. Um, those were like my dad in the beginning. You know, they taught me a lot of life lessons. Um, and my dad in the beginning taught me how not to raise my kids, to be honest. Um, um, so that. So he played a part in my sports simply because he, I feel like he kind of pushed me to go find that male role model. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of did that. And that's why I was coaching. That's why I, I started playing football, basketball, you know, doing all that to keep myself out of the house. I got eight sisters, man. So like I, <laughs> and my brothers were kind of, you know, saying working and doing everything else. So like they weren't always there all the time. So, all right, how can I go get that male interaction, that male role model every single chance I can get, you know, and that was playing football. I was playing basketball um, because that's who I was being taught by and coached by, and they were teaching me life lessons. Um, so it was it was a lot of that. My dad, like I said, like when he see me, he wasn't – he didn't – he didn't – wasn't shying away from me. You know, he wasn't hiding from me or like I couldn't go see him. It was just the fact that, he thought, hey, if I send money, I'm being a dad, you know, but like I need it more. Like I'm I'm your only son and you know, um you you're kinda not I had to learn how to do time a tie, you know, from a from one of my coaches, matter of fact. Um one of my coaches taught me how to tie my tie. You know, one of my coaches, you know, taught me different things, how to catch a ball, how to shoot a ball, how to how to talk to ladies, how to, you know what I'm saying, how to treat women. Like those were those weren't from my dad, those were from, you know, my coach dads, I guess you can say. But um, yeah, that was and now the beginning. I got it got a million times better as I got older because one of my coaches taught me kind of how to change that mindset and change, you know, kind of how I viewed it and and actually be a man and kind of have a conversation with my dad, um, and kind of let some of that stuff, you know, let your feelings kind of talk. Like don't there's a way you there's a way you approach it and there's a way you you know what I'm saying you respond to it um and and that was huge for me later on in my life um with my dad because I started somebody told me I had to show him how to be a dad which was so weird to me um but it 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 paid off you know um and I actually still use that like I said I've so many so many life lessons from coaches and stuff like that and you know that was one of them was you got to teach people. They don't, some people don't know. So you have to teach them how to treat you, how to be a father, the father you need. You don't have to tell them. You just show them. You just keep pushing and showing them and stuff like that. And then that's kind of 
me and my dad's relationship um, and the uh, the effect he played in football and sports with him. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to that, uh, going out and searching for a dad in sports or searching for a male model in sports because, you know, I was one of those people also. But that kind of leads right into our next question because now you're on the flip side of that. You're the coach, and you got, mm-hmm. you know, gentlemen coming in league after league, season after season, <clears throat> and they're kind of looking for someone to look up to. And, you know, there's probably a couple that do look up to you. So what kind of attributes do you try and bring out of these kids when they're coming to you? in that same way that you were coming to your coaches? Oh, man. Um, I, I try to bring out them, if that makes sense. Like, you got so many so many stereotypes, so many stigmas on, on men in general, right? We're not allowed to be emotional. We're not allowed to cry. We're not allowed to, to speak. Or not, not necessarily speak, but, like, we're not allowed to, like, voice trouble, you know what I'm saying, or anything like that, just simply because we're men. Um, so I do my best to like, no, 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 no. You don't have to shy away from who you are because of what, you know, everything is, is being said and being done and, and you feel like, well, I'm a man, so I can't, no, 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 no. I want you to be comfortable. I want you to be who you are because I feel like once you kind of understand who you are, it's so much better. Like then I can understand who you are and I can coach you and teach you excuse me, and mentor you the way that you need to be, you know what I'm saying? Like that, uh, that makes sense to you. Um, and so that's one that's huge. Um, and then just being like being better, you know, always constantly trying to be better, like, and being consistent, whether that's, whether that's football, whether that's the weight room, whether that's, you know, with women, with, with whatever, you know, being a man, like all those things, like I want the best from you at all times. Because at the end of the day, there's going to be a little, most likely there's going to be a little one that needs your best every single day. You know, like Kobe, I heard a Kobe quote. I was listening to Kobe one time and Kobe said, I go home and I'm dad and I, and I put away whatever else and I'm focused. He's like, my kids didn't come here and didn't don't deserve because I'm tired. They don't deserve that. Like they didn't ask for that. You know, they, they asked just for dad. So I have to suck that up and be dad, you know? So like, I I feel like we got to find that. Hey, like, who are you? Like you got to become this person because eventually there's going to be somebody that like needs you, you know, there's going to be somebody that's relying on you. Like all three of us obviously know, you know, we got we got little ones that automatically like we're their superhero, you know. So like, I feel like I'm doing a disservice to a kid if I'm not helping them bring that out of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. you're not, if I'm not bringing that out of you, like, I'm not doing my job. Then I'm all about wins, and that's not that's not who I am. That's how I'll never be. I need to bring out your best every single chance you get, because in the future when football ends. Because it, it will end, whether it's in the NFL, whether it's after your third game in high school or, you know what I'm saying, you go through all your college, eventually it will stop. Life will continue. Football will stop. When you have that baby or when you have somebody you have to take care of and you're the man of the house, who are you? You know, so, like, I try my best to, to bring those few things out of them every, every chance I get. 
because I know I can count on you in the fourth quarter. You know, like, yeah. it all plays a part. Like, it all plays a part. Like, if I find out who you are and I can coach you and I can bring out the best in you in the fourth quarter, you're going to give me that same kid because that's who you are. When your bills are late, when you can't pay your bills or you need to go do this and your wife's nagging and your baby's this, you're going to give me that same person. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can bring that out of somebody and they can continuously see it and they can continuously do it, that they'll be all right, whether it's in ball or it's in it's in life. Um, yeah, that's my few things. I'm glad you said that because a lot of people don't really understand the role that sports plays in development after sports. You know, Man, it's not involved in it firsthand. You really don't understand those lessons that you learn in sports. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, sir. That's right. No, no yeah, me too. Like, I, did, I didn't want to interrupt you, but exactly what you said is just you want them to be their best to be comfortable and just be who they are. And, you know, and the the biggest compliment I, – I say this about myself to say about you. The biggest compliment I ever got was from uh, Kristen Beck. You remember the Becks. Yep. Yep. She she told me that, you know, I wasn't a coach. She did this at our banquet in front of everybody. And she she called me a molder of men, and I'll never forget that. That is probably the best compliment I've ever gotten from being a coach. Yeah. Hands down. That's like all. I don't I don't go like just like you. We don't we didn't become coaches just like obviously we want to win, but that's not the biggest thing for us. Most definitely. We wanna we wanna shape these young men into being better fathers, being better husbands. Like you said, being accountable, being their best self, like letting them know. Me and you have both put our arms around guys and held them as they were crying on the field. Yep. Because yep. we, we want them to be comfortable like that, you know, and that's exactly. and, and that's the big that's a big thing to me too. And you know, I I didn't get to answer this one yet either, so I want to jump in with this one as well, just because and everything you just said is exactly right. But you know, a big one for me is also character. And you know, right. I, I define character as, you know, what you do when somebody's not looking. That that's cool what you can do it while I'm looking at you. What are you doing when nobody's around? When when the eyes aren't on you, how are you carrying yourself? How are you treating people? And what are you doing? Are you still right. doing the right thing? Are you doing are you doing everything you're saying? Are you doing what I'm teaching you to do? Are you Correct. just talk are you just talking about it or are you actually being about it? Mm-hmm. And and that's a huge one for me, and you know. Uh, building a relate and like RJ said, building a relationship, not, and not only coaching, building a relationship with these young men or young women. If you coach girls sports, goes so much farther in lot, not only after sports but in life. Yes, like yes. I I talked to Fa- you. Know, you remember Faison? I talked to Faison last week. He graduated three years ago. Yeah, and I still talk to him. I mean, I still, I still talk to a bunch of my former players. You know, every time I talk to them, tell them I love them. Be- because I do. I mean, I-, I want them to be comfortable. You know, we grow up in a society today, like you said, you know, men aren't supposed to feel. We're supposed to be men. But, you know, I- I'm pretty tough. And, you know, I still tell – I still ask RJ. When we hang up the phone, I tell him I love him. If I don't tell you first, you know, homework. If he, if he doesn't <laughs> tell me first, honestly. Just because, you know, on the way to work tomorrow – I could get killed, God forbid. Yep. And if some, God forbid, something happens to RJ, you know, you you have, just you have to let them know. Like the people you care about doesn't matter. Men should right. be able to feel. Yep. And, and that's how it is. You know, <laughs> I was watching a movie yesterday and started crying during the movie. <laughs> every every I cried during the first episode too. All right, relax. <laughs> and uh, 
<laughs> we were walking, and Chelsea and uh, mom and dad were looking at me. They're like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "This is just a, it's a touching story." The movie, uh, the movie was Devotion. If y'all are wondering what it was, he, it's on Paramount Plus. It. It's worth, it's it's worth a watch. I got free Paramount Plus, so I'm gonna have to look at that. W- listen, that's the best kind. Facts, <laughs> facts. <laughs> All right, so I just wanted to add that. Your answer needed no no extra, but I just wanted to add my two cents. No, but that's good stuff. So our next question is, and this will be our last one before we do our wrap-up, but uh, what is the biggest lesson you've taken away and taken into your fatherhood from what you've learned? And you've kind of already touched base on it, but, you know, we'd just like you to talk on it a little bit more. Yeah, that's fine. Um, honestly, man, it's, it's, it's being consistent. Like, I, I remember it's probably five, six years ago now, I had – we had this big-time recruit. It was probably longer than that now. I think about it. Shoot. Was it Colin? Yeah, we're getting It was Colin, yep. It was Colin. Yep, and we – and Louisville and, you know, all these college coaches are asking me, like, Coach, what what does he need? Like, what do we need to do, um, you know, to teach him and show him what can we do for him? You know what I'm saying? And show him that, hey, man, look, we're serious. And, and, and we're here for him. Um, and – uh, I was just like, man, to be honest with you, consistency. I was like, I was like, there's so many kids that's grown up, and and I was one of those kids, right? Like, I was one of those kids that that grew up with not a consistent thing. But whether it wasn't my dad being there all the time, or or we didn't have lights, or you know what I'm saying, just whatever. Like, we didn't have food all the time. Whatever the case may be, every it wasn't always consistent. Um, so I do my best, man, like every single day to let my boys know, like, hey, man, I love you. Like, and not just tell them that, you know, I, I rather I want to show them like I hug both of them. My, like AJ, six, four, 250. He could be sleep on the couch. I'll go by. If I'm leaving out, I'll, I'll kiss him on his forehead and I'll say I love you. And sometimes he wakes up and I love you. And he, like, I'll go my own business. You know what I'm saying? He's this big old boy and he still knows like and my daddy still loves me, you know. Whether he was whether he was there from birth or not, like that dude right there loves me, you know. And Trips same way. I'm like, hey man, you know I love you. Yeah, daddy, I know you love me. But like he knows, like, and I'll say, hey, guess what? And he'll say, you love me. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I do my best to be consistent. And like I said, it's not just telling them that; it's showing them every single day, every chance I get. Me and AJ might not have a full conversation every day where we're texting, but we're sending Instagram videos, we're sending TikToks, we're sending whatever. We're in constant communication of just, you know what I'm saying, touching base. Like, hey, man, like, you all right? Yes, sir, I'm good. And he'll call me. Hey, hey Pops, like, I'm doing da-da-da-da. Okay, man, that's awesome, dude. Like, keep going. Like, we're right there. We're on the finish line. Like, he was so excited to, to send me his last few classes. And then he has, like, a few in the fall just so he can play ball. But, you know, like, that's, that's to me, is is everything. Being consistent to them. Showing them every single day that, like, you have somebody that loves you and that cares about you and that will always be there regardless of what happens. You know, unless, I, you know, God forbid, I'm, I'm t- my, you know what I'm saying, I'm out of this world. But, like, every chance I get, dude, I want you to know that I love you. I want you to know you have somebody to talk to. I tell them that consistently. Hey, man, if you ever need somebody to talk to, you can talk to me. You don't have to, you don't have to hold it in. You can talk to me. Yes, sir, I know. Yes, sir. You know, whatever, like, 
but I, I made sure they know that, like, consistently. I'm consistent. I want to be the most consistent thing in their life. So somebody shows them that they can be just as consistent, whether that's a wife, you know what I'm saying, something like that. Like, other than that, like, nah, dude, I'm, I'm him. I'm the consistent one. You know, um, you don't ever need for anything. If I got it, you got it. Like, if I don't, we can go figure out how to way to get it, you know. So, um, but consistency is, is my, my big thing with them. It's, it's, that is what I got from ball. Um, obviously, you know, if you're consistent, you're executing, you're doing all that, you usually win the ball game. Um, so just to convert that into fatherhood is, is, it's crazy to think, like you got so many lessons in ball, but that one to me is the one that is, is everything to me. Yeah. Not. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I love that as well. And just that's in like the Kobe quote you said earlier, like that the girls didn't choose this. Like, that's right. how, like, when I'm tired at home, especially, you know, after football practice and RJ, I mean, he works at home, but he is legitimately working from when he gets on his computer in the morning to five in the afternoon. And he's still, you know, he's got his girls. And after right. that, and after that, he switched right into dad mode and goes to soccer practice. Or, or fix his dinner or does bath time, stuff like that. And like today when I got home, I knew I had to finish your, I knew I had to finish some stuff outside. Chelsea got home and I had to fix my lawnmower. Case was right there with me. He, you know, he was, you know, he was helping in his own type of way. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, right. Uh, but he's spending time with dad, dude. That's it. He just wanted to be around me. And I, I love that. And I always ask him, you know, I always tell him, Hey, you my best buddy. He's like, yes, best buddy. And I live for that answer. I love that yeah, answer. No. I picked, shoot, I trip started football this past year. Literally went from his game, bro, and drove seven hours to go watch his brother. Like, like we made it work, dude. We were, we were traveling. Like, we'll go, I mean, literally, we didn't miss a game on, on either side. Like, unless it was just one, like, it was like, all right, dude, like, I can't drive. I won't make it in 10 hours to be there, you know, like, but I was watching it on TV and I was, we we're texting, we we're talking about it. Um, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's, I'm with you. Like we, there's so much, man, you, we sacrifice. Um, and, and we could easily, oh man, I, I can't do that. I'm tired. I'm da, 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 da. But like, like we talked about, dude, they don't, they deserve the best us just like everybody else is getting. And, and like I'm pretty sure y'all do. Like we all three just do. Like we give everything we got for them, and it's I love it. I'm just gonna be honest. I love every bit of it. I'm okay with being tired with that. But. Oh, 100. percent I I couldn't agree more. I've also been with you on the sideline on a Friday night and talked to you on Saturday <laughs> morning, and you were sitting in Tennessee at one of AJ's games. Yeah, dude. And you hadn't slept. You maybe had slept two hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. It was. Crazy times, man. And, and then times. you you were at the meetings on Sunday, so yeah, man. <laughs> we're a game with a game plan, ready to go. Let's go. That's that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's good times. Yeah. Well, Toba, I want to thank you for coming on here and being open and honest and sharing your story with us and whoever else is listening. Um, I feel like you said some things on here that'll resonate with a lot of people, especially some of the the younger guys who who grew up in sports looking for sports as a release or well, any other way of looking for someone to look up to, I think that'll hit home with a lot of those guys. 
Yes, sir, man. I appreciate y'all having me on. Thank y'all very much. Of course, man. Yeah, it's just like, you know, to reiterate what RJ said, you know, just, man, I think it's going to hit home with a lot of kids, you know, just keep doing you and keep pressing forward. You know, I love doing this podcast. I love both of you guys. I appreciate, you know, both of you being here with us tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. It's an honor and a pleasure. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to wrap this thing up, and I'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Yes, what sir. A funny dad joke. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We got to <laughs> end with a dad joke. Which oh, one, do you, God. one of you guys want to go first? You want me to start it off? Oh, I got a good one. Go ahead, man. All right. This is a one-liner. <laughs> if at first you don't succeed, skydiving is not the sport for you. <laughs> oh man, that's 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 a good one. That's, that that's, is that is true. That is a good one right there. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> Cove, you got one locked and loaded. Or do you want me to go? Uh, go ahead. I think I got. I'm, I got to brag my my old man brain. All right. You want to know why you can't hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? <laughs> oh, I know it. I got it. Go ahead. Because the P is silent. <laughs> uh, my my, my wife is walking through the living room holding my son's mouth because he can't scream. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I got one. Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? Why? Because they might get a hole in one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I'll be here all week. <laughs> all week. Don't quit my day job. That's awesome. Well, I think that's a good note to end on. All right. Well, I love you guys. Y'all have a good rest of your night. All right. Love, love you all, boys. I'll be easy. All right. Yes, sir. Bye. Wow.